Every worship leader realizes, hopefully sooner than later, that they are going to be replaced. In this episode, we talk about some of the practical ways that we can intentionally train future congregational worship leaders. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Sound Plus Doctrine Podcast. I am David Zimmer. I'm Bob Coughlin. And we are very happy that you could be with us. Thanks Uh, for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Bob, I want to talk today about um, the topic of raising up future leaders. Great. I love that topic. Well, um, you have been doing this for years and years, so I thought it'd be appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) A few years. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast, uh, I know a couple of them, have uh, benefited so greatly from actually your personal leadership, either through an intensive or uh, through being at Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville, um, doing life with you through conferences. So I just think it's a... Well, you've done some yourself. Well, yeah, yeah, leaders. absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, when I got started out, um, uh, when I was like pl- started playing in bands, when I got saved in like junior high, high school. Wow. Uh, you, I, you just started mentoring people right then? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a terrible idea. Yeah, it would have been. Um, learn what not to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I when I got. Um, when I was in the youth band after I got saved, I, I knew that my, you know, the song leader at the time, our youth leader, was like more interested in me like staying on the drums. Like, just do <laughs> okay. your role and your <laughs> part here. Here's where you're gifted. <laughs> but it wasn't until college ministry, um, the college ministry I was a part of uh, in in California, where, you know our worship leader took a real interest in me oh, uh, so and others to train me up to potentially even lead the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just was so marked by that, um, that he just took an mm, interest in, mm. hey, let me get you up there. And Makes a difference. Yeah, let me, uh, you know, I want to equip you and give you the tools to lead. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I think this would be an encouraging topic for us to both talk about, but... Um, but what is your process and how you would train up future leaders? That's that's the first part. Okay. And the second part is how has that changed over the years? That's good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm not sure when I uh, started thinking about this. S- probably in the uh, actually, I do remember when I started thinking about this. It's kind of sometime in the '90s, so it's been mm. almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized I need to start like. You know, actually, it's the late '80s. I need to start doing something to to like replace myself, even though it was way long before I was really going to do that. But uh, you know, I needed to give myself to focusing on people that that aren't doing this now, but maybe could do it later. Mm. So I remember doing a few things that you know, if I. I don't know if it's recorded or not, but if it was, it would be horrible, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, but then uh, I remember as part of big church in the D.C. area, and um, I tried to do something more systematic. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can raise up leaders um, they, as they serve alongside you, mm-hmm. which is um, one thing I'll talk about because I'm doing a lot of that now. But this was there were some teenage guys who I thought, you know, I want to. I want to serve them somehow. Somehow. So we, I think, got together for maybe ten or twelve Saturday mornings, wow. and went through the book 
Engaging with God mm. by David Peterson, which is a pretty tough read. I mean, mm. it's it's a you know a lot of seminaries use it, and um, it's not an easy read. But it was a book that God used to really change my perspective on what worship is and how we're to talk about it and understand it. Mm. So I thought, man, let's just put these guys in the deep end of the pool. And they read <laughs> it, and I had them write a like a review of each chapter they read. You know, they had to do like a little summary of it. And then the other thing I did was have one of them lead each time. Mm. And this is something that has probably become the most important part of of my efforts to mentor leaders. And that is, uh, you know, they pick up a guitar, they lead two or three songs, and you know, they include Bible or whatever, the scripture, um, they, they talk to us. Uh, but you see in that, you know, this little context, it's like, I think, I think we may have had like 10 guys in there. But, um, you know, I've done later ones, it's like four of us, hmm. you know, and you really get to see where a person's at <laughs> because all the, you know, like the, the um, if they're doing anything that's like, uh, produced kind of, or, you know, just big moves. It yeah. just doesn't feel right in a room with four people. <laughs> it's just like, would you just stop that? It kind of takes them out of their typical context. It if does. They have, or if they are in a, like a big church context yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or and, would want to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's you, your instrument, your vocal, and and us. Which is, as I said before, it's the same thing every church has. You know, you mm-hmm. we have we have at that moment the same thing every church has, which is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We have the gospel. We have the Spirit of God working through His people. Mm. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, that was years ago, and I think I maybe did that two or three times with different groups, and then I moved to Louisville in 2012. And uh, we get to work with a lot of students here, uh, the Boys College and Southern Seminary here. And uh, so that's really made me more aware of, uh, you know, the necessity of doing this. So I've, I've done different things. And I would say um, when I'm thinking about training, there are three things I'm thinking about. And it's the same thing that I'd be thinking about um, when I lead a conference, put together a conference, the Worship God Conference. Um, three areas that they're all equally important. It's like uh, three legs of a three-legged stool. It's theology, heart, and skill. Mm. I-, I want them to grow in all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- ones, you know, there are some places you can go where it's very theological and you get great training, great education, you get into the scriptures. and But in terms of like how actually to apply it, not so much. Right. Um, other places you go where you know you get all the musical skills, all technical skill. skills, yeah. and but in terms of why you're doing this, not so much. Mm-hmm. And then in either of those situations, a lot of times no one's really speaking to the heart. I'm, I'm not saying there's no places that do this, mm-hmm. but it can be a ten, our tendency to focus on two, one or two of those three aspects. So. I want to focus on all three. Mm-hmm. The first would be the theology. So we're usually going through some kind of book, um, you know, of use engaging with God. I used uh, CJ's um, book, Humility, True Greatness, which actually was was great. I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if I did that twice. Um, it just speaks to the heart so clearly, you know, why mm-hmm. we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of temptations that you face when you're 
in front of people, you know, every Sunday, mm-hmm. or when you want to be in front of people every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so humility just really speaks to that and helps us adjust, you know, our expectations and how it helps us expose how we're viewing ourselves. Um, I've used, uh, used some of my books, which is really awkward. Um, <laughs> True Worshippers, I went through that with it's a group. It's a great book, though. It's um, really helpful. And then, I don't know if I've ever done Worship Matters with a group or not. Um, but of course, I, I put together a video series to help others do that. Yeah. So you could do that. Yeah. So there's the theology. That you know that comes through in so many ways. Mm-hmm. could be through the book we're reading. It could be in the evaluation we're talking about. Then the heart is, you know, we really, we get real uh, about why we're doing things. So if someone's, you know, talking in a way that just sounds performancey mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like they're putting on something, we'll talk, we'll say that. Um, or if if someone comes, uh, you know, feeling insecure and, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. We'll say, well, what's going on there? Or mm. if someone's always, you know, just anything someone's doing repeatedly or kind of as a pattern, we, we want to dig behind that and say, so what's going on there? What, you know, what, what's happening, do you think? Um, talk about why, you know, we even want to lead songs. It's to mm. care for God's people. Mm-hmm care for those for whom Christ gave his life and he died and rose from the dead. That That's who we're serving. So what does your heart feel about that? And is that where your heart is? And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, that's the challenge, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like for whoever gets up and leads, it's the, the problems aren't out there. The problems aren't the congregation, you know, or my pastor. The, the problem's me. Mm. Like, what is my heart doing? What do I crave right now? What, mm-hmm. And it is really hard to be in a small context and leading and not feel a little bit of pressure to want to do something really great, <laughs> you know, especially when it's in a group. You yeah. know, you're in a group of, you know, six to 10 guys, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're thinking, I this to be really good, yeah. you know? And so, so we address the heart yeah. and then we address the skill. Mm. Um, and the skill is just, it's leadership, it's communication, it's what you, how you play your instrument, it's how you make segues, it's turns, it's um, w- your vocal, it's all those things. So I found that the best way to like get at all three of those is to... You know, gather, we'll um, maybe go through a, a chapter of a book. So we'll, like maybe take 25 minutes for that. Um, and if, if you were doing the like the video intensive, Worship Matters video intensive, yeah. you could just watch that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Those are all like between 20 yeah. and 30 minutes. This is not a pitch for that, but um, if someone wanted to do that, they could. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're going through a book and you talk about it and just, hey, you know, I found it helpful to ask people to come with something that affected them or question they have. Mm-hmm. So we come, we talk about it. So we pray at the start. Um, and then somebody leads and they get to pick their songs. They, uh, you know, they pick the scriptures. They, they get to do, they do it all. And so I tell them, I really want this to be a time when we encounter the Lord. This isn't just a workshop. This isn't, yeah. we're not just practicing. Yeah. You know, Jesus is just as glorious, just as worthy of praise when we're doing this as he is when we gather on Sunday mornings. Yeah. So, so you... You tell us that. Yeah. You you show us that. So they'll lead, and then we will uh, give evaluation. 
And so if I'm in a group and I'm doing it for you know once a month, I will usually do those evaluations first. And the first thing we do is encourage the, the person who led. Uh, and I'll just find anything to encourage them on. I mean, I'll, I'll look for everything I can encourage them on. If, mm-hmm. if the song progression was good, if um, you know the, the turns were good, the segues were good, if something they said was, uh, was helpful, if the, um, you know, they used two scriptures, one was the Old Testament, one was from the New Testament, you know, that, that was great that you didn't just stay in one testament and you, you gave us the, the view of the whole Bible mm-hmm. that has to do with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just anything. Should you use a capo? Should you not use a capo? The way you're standing, the, did you sound like you're reading? Um, <laughs> you know, did you really know the melody to that song? I mean, nothing is too small because what I'll say to guys is, look, you got to think of this is this may not feel so bad right now, but if you did this as a pattern, like repeatedly mm-hmm. week after week, mm-hmm. it'd be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. So all the good things. And then I'll say something like, you know, all right, uh, we encountered the Lord as you led. It was great. And, not, you know, nothing else we're going to share is going to affect that. Um, but what are some ways you might have done things better? Yeah. Uh, you know, so again, nothing's too small. Yeah. So it could be, well, yeah, you just kind of drifted off there. We didn't really know that song, but you didn't give us any cues. Mm. Uh, you gave us too many cues. Mm. Um I know, I've never been accused of that. Um, you, uh, you, you, you <laughs> this I'll say often to guys, it, it's you feel like you're reading. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that just, you're a personable person and yeah. it just didn't feel like that. Yeah. Or maybe it didn't really make sense what you said, or mm. maybe you're trying to say too many things, or were those songs really connected? Mm. Or, um, so, uh, and then and then I'll let the other guys say something. I'll say, you know, you guys have anything to to offer? And over time, I'll start with them. Yeah. And I'll say, hey, you, you what was good about that? What was yeah. encouraging? Yeah. And I never let someone say, well, I like that. Or I, you know, I really appreciated that. <laughs> so what? You got to tell us why. <laughs> we're not doing this just for you. That's um, really good. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's the general gist. Um, and that... That'll take like an hour and a half to do all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I can do it shorter, but it's not hard if you're sitting and tr- if you're if you're trying to get you know everything you can out of a a certain group uh, or a certain a certain le- guy person leading. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, so that's. Kind of yeah, like that. that's so uh, that's so good. Um, when um, so when, like, we've talked about this in a previous podcast of how to give... I'm sure give. everybody's listened to every podcast previous to this. <laughs> we've talked about this on a previous podcast about how to give criticism in a way that's gracious oh. and humble. Yeah. And oh, you kind of, you explained that uh, where, you know, we start with something that's encouraging yeah. and then we can go to more, like, evaluation. But to to bring, to, to sort of, like, uh, cultivate... That culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do that in in uh, in your church? Okay, so there's a guy in a church, and he's getting a couple young leaders mm. together to mm. to do something similar to what you're talking mm. about. Mm. I'm going to take these guys to a book. I'm going to do some leadership evaluation. That's great. I think that would be an awesome yeah. uh, thing to do. But how do you cultivate that? Where whether they're young people or they're people who have been in ministry for a long time, yeah, there's just a sense that it's not like 
oh, this is just critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. How, do you, how do you do that? That is so good. I, you know, it all, it's all rooted in the gospel, isn't it? Hmm. I mean, if, if, we, if we are in a church where the gospel is proclaimed and um, applied, it's going to be harder. You know, I'm grateful to be in a church where the gospel is proclaimed and applied, mm-hmm. and we're always seeking to apply it better mm-hmm. and know it better and know Jesus better. Um, but by that, I mean, you know, the cross says the worst thing possible about us. Mm-hmm. Like the worst thing that could be said about us has already been said. Mm-hmm. Because to pay for our sins alone, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, had to come, take on flesh, live a perfect life, mm-hmm. die as our substitute, rise from the dead so that we could be forgiven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's because of my sins that he had to do that. Yeah. So could anybody say anything worse about that? Worse yeah. about us than that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so whatever criticism you have for me, I can take that because I, you can't say anything worse about me than than what God has already said about yeah. me through the gospel, through the cross. Now that was out of His great love for me, so I'm not I'm not groveling in that. Mm. It's I'm loved by the one who knows me best, loved in a way I cannot conceive. His His love is beyond knowledge. Uh, Ephesians says. Um, so it it helps when people are rooted in that. Absolutely. But I'd say to him, I just. Well, number two, I would. Uh, you just have to model it, and I hope yeah. I'm a model of this. I want to be a model of this. Um, you know, you can't. I we're all learners, right? Mm-hmm. We're all mm-hmm. learners. No one, no one's doing this like as the instrument or the channel of you know God's word to people. Yes. We're all learning, right, right? Right. And that's one thing I, you see in in people who've been doing something a long time. Um, you, you know, it they, they know a ton, but they don't act like they know a ton. Mm-hmm. And they might even invite, you know, questions from people or comments from people. And they're not afraid to let someone else have the spotlight or let mm-hmm. someone else say something smart. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, God speaks through different people at mm-hmm. different times. Mm-hmm. So you want to model it. Yeah. And, and you want to be open to, you know, people laughing at your mistakes and... And seeking to do things better, that, that's that's probably that's a sign good. that, yeah. I mean, a way to model it, yeah. is you're not content just to say, well, you know, I'm doing it this way and I've been doing yeah. it this way for 10 years and, yes. you know, no one can say anything about it. Now, in full disclosure, I mean, there are times when someone wants to change something that I've been doing for 30 years and my immediate response inside is, what? <laughs> How long I've like crafted that approach, you know. <laughs> but you know, David, it's just like we're always learning, we're always growing. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord, He's gracious, He teaches us. So model it. And the third thing I'd say is just be upfront with people about what you're gonna that they're getting. Yeah. So, and you know, just say, guys. So I have a group of interns uh, on Thursday nights right now. Yeah. That I lead, and uh, it's like ten to twelve college students, and I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. And so guys every, and girls. Yes, that's yeah, guys yeah. and girls. Yeah. And um, uh, they will uh, every uh, week. I have a, a guy lead and a girl, and they, you know, pick the songs, and they're. Um, yeah, they're serving us. Mm-hmm. So they finish, and then I will uh, give my thoughts. And it's starting to be that place where, okay, you all give your thoughts. And and 
at different places, I'll just take rabbit trails and say, well, you know, this this past week, uh, someone said, uh, you know, it felt like I wasn't sure I could sing that, you know, cause just because it was about commitment to the Lord. And is that really true about me? And I said, mm. well, okay, let's talk about that for a second. You know, are we lying to God when we sing? Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like, you know, so what's the place of that? So we just had it's this discussion so about that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it wasn't, I mean, I'm the guys are, are uh, I'm positioning the guys to potentially have a, you know, worship pastor position. The girls, yeah. I want them to be equipped as well. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be serving on teams. They're going to be contributing to the life of their church. And mm-hmm. I want them to be aware of, uh, you know, what's happening. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just a great context for, uh, you know, explaining a lot of things. But all that to say... I've told them, you know, we're going to encourage you guys uh, as you lead, but we're also going to talk about the things that you're, could be better. Yeah. You know, and as people share, I might even talk about how we give counsel. You know, you don't act like you're the, the person who knows everything. So you good. know, you give it humbly. Yeah. And you say, well, it seems to me that this this was like this. and Or maybe, you know, someone says... Uh, what I mentioned earlier, well, yeah, I really liked it when you did this. Well, why? Why yeah. did you like it? Yeah. You know, so yeah. th- so it's just helping them think about yeah. what we're actually doing. Yeah. Um, so I think if you're upfront with people about, hey, we're going to be picky about yeah. really small things. Don't take it personal. It's not personal. Yeah. Do you want to grow? Mm-hmm. Do you want to grow? I was just reading Proverbs this morning. You know, uh, the, the wise man listens and adds to his learning. Mm. Like, well, you're already wise. Yeah. Okay. That's why I want to learn more. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I That's think so good. It's just you know we'll fail, we'll we'll make mistakes, we'll get proud. I mean, we'll, we'll react, we'll get defensive, and yeah, you know, say okay, I'm sorry, I was defensive about that. But uh, yeah, overall, I mean, over the long run, you just develop this culture where people really want input. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no time when you're leading when you think. Oh God, I nailed it! Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. This is perfect. Yes, you know, if the Holy Spirit didn't show up in that, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's just amazing. Yeah, there is just there's no time like that. Right. We're always depending. We're dependent on the Holy Spirit to work, to move in people's lives, to bring yeah. life, yeah, to bring conviction, to bring encouragement, all those things. So we're just we're just servants. We're you know we're seeking to please the Lord, trying to be faithful, and uh, what a freeing position to be in. Yeah, well, and it's it's it should encourage like those. Who are listening, if you are in a church context where you are not trying to disciple mm. your team yes, yeah. or or uh, you know cultivate what we're talking about yeah, within yeah, yeah. your team, there could be opportunities missed. I mean, yes. I, I remember that in the, when I was leading uh, worship, I was playing drums in the college ministry, and then I moved into a, a leading position. Yeah. And there were people in that ministry on my team that were better than me at doing that. Mm. And so cultivating that, repeating that is cultivating that for other people. Yes. And your guitar player might step up and go, I kind of want to learn how to yes. pick songs. And, or yeah. your drummer could say, I kind of want to learn how to do this and yes. lead better. And so yeah. it's encur- it's encouraging for, you know, anyone on your team to know this yeah. and for song leaders to be implementing this yeah. with their teams. Yeah. Yeah. And you can invite people, you know, make it a closed group or mm-hmm. you could open it up. Say, mm-hmm. hey, anybody wants to come? Come on. We mm-hmm. can do it. And beyond that, I'm, on Sundays now, like when I lead, uh, I will 
have someone always lead a song. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll be a gun acoustic. I can't do that with another piano player, but mm-hmm. um, I will with the, the guys playing acoustic. I'll say, hey, do you want to lead this? You know, what song do you want to lead? Sometimes I'll ask them to lead a particular song. So that gives them more experience, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I've, I've talked to someone recently about, you know, we just don't have as many opportunities for for guys to lead. You know, we Sunday morning, that's it. Well, you don't yeah. want to, like, make your church like the guinea pig. Yes. You know, throw a person up there and say, right. yeah, I think they'll be fine. And Right, know, right. No, walk alongside them. So I'm able to do that, you know, leading, but then I give them the opportunity to really lead that song and... I will say you're leading, you mm-hmm. know, you call out things, you tell us when the song's starting. And um, that's been great because mm-hmm. I've seen guys grow out of that. And what I'll do afterwards is I'll go talk to them and typically go talk to them and say, hey, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, I'm not sure that quite worked. What were mm-hmm. you thinking there? Um, you know, just, just whatever I th- noticed, whatever I thought. Again, not to pronounce the, well, you know, you got a B plus on this. It, yes. it was more, hey, that was really good. Here's, here's something I would watch for later. You know, some guys feel really stiff and I just mm-hmm. say, you feel like you're, I feel like you're trying to be something you're not. I want you to be you hmm. because I can't give you any input unless you're you. If you're trying to right. be something you think I want you to be, that... Yeah, that's really not going to help. Yeah. So just just be yourself. Well, and it's it's the encouragement and admonishment. It's, it's like, both. Yeah. Well, and I wouldn't call it admonishment, it, but it's just correction. It's just yeah. course adjustment. Yeah. Sometimes those are big things. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes you know you're you're closing your eyes the entire time you led. I I don't think it's really communicating to people that you know we're doing this together. Yeah, we're doing this yeah. together. You're part yeah, of the congregation. That's good. But it might be something really. Simple, yeah. Um, like, yeah, I thought you waited a little bit too long to start that song. Mm-hmm. It's just really small, and where, where they could say, "Yeah, you know, I felt that a little bit too." <laughs> and, okay, great, we're on the same page. But if they thought, "Oh no, I thought that was really great," now I might, they might have a response. Well, you know, you said this, and this was happening, and I thought, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, that's great." You know, I just want us to be thinking about these things. Yeah. So, you know, what we're doing is an inten- is intentional, mm-hmm. and it has a purpose. And that purpose is always to cultivate faith filled singing in the people, so that they they are beholding the glory of the Lord as they sing. That's yes. that's what we want to get mm-hmm. to. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things I've done along mm-hmm. the way. That's wonderful. That's so helpful. Thank you, Bob. Hey, so much. It has been my joy, and I love doing these with you. And uh, maybe uh, we'll do some more. What do you think? It's great. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, we look forward to the next time. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.